0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Breaking Glass. I'm Nancy Novak, Chief Innovation Officer for Compass Data Centers. And today I have with me Tiffany English, who is Senior Director of Architecture for Qualcomm. We're going to be talking about building your personal brand of board of directors. So Tiffany, could you please give us a brief explanation and introduction of yourself and uh, what you do for Qualcomm?
1: Great, thank you, Nancy, I really appreciate you having me. Um, I am the Senior Director of Architecture at Qualcomm. I work in our uh, QREF team, which is our real estate and facilities team, uh, overseeing our global real estate um, and heading up our architecture, interior design, space planning, lab planning and engineering teams. Um, We currently have uh, over 13 million square feet of um, uh, property uh, and real estate uh, around the world and uh, in over 30 plus countries. So uh, it's a busy job, but I enjoy it very much. Um, along with that, I'm also the crew network uh, president for 2021.
0: That is so amazing. And um, you and I had a previous call and we had such a good time chatting about this topic of basically building your own personal board of directors um, in you know, to help with the networking and being able to, um, you know, advance careers with, um, you know, with our peers. So I really want you to kind of go over how important this topic is to network, um, you know, within your industry and outside of your industry.
1: Well, I think, you know, uh, I, you and I talked a little bit about this. I, I remember early in my career, I started out, you know, always having something to prove, right? And I really wanted to get everything done. And I often thought I had to do it all on my own, just to prove that I was uh, meant to be there, you know, and it was kind of always fighting that imposter syndrome, right? Always worried that, that you were never going to get enough credit or that, you know, you had to do it all to get the credit um, that you deserve. So it wasn't until about, you know, probably six, seven years into my career, I realized uh, there was a point I had two young children and, you know, I was trying to juggle building my career, uh, really kind of, you know, elevating within the industry. And, I, I I don't want to say I had a breakdown, but I had this moment um that, you know, I came to a realization um and luckily with the hand of another uh female uh industry person who was a broker at the time, who actually was a member of crew, who reached out her hand and kind of lifted me up and said, You know, you don't have to do this all by yourself. Wow. And I remember thinking, you know, it was like that 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 light bulb that goes off and said I don't, I don't have to do it myself. Like if I don't do it myself, how am I gonna ever get anywhere? Um, But I think it was that moment that I realized that, you know, building a relationship and multiple relationships within the industry with other people and especially other women who just have a really strong understanding of where you're coming from um, and often have had the same experiences that you've had was something that um, would help elevate my career. And it was just that turning point uh, that, that I started realizing that building those relationships and networking outside of just my own little world was really going to open up uh, so many other horizons for me. And, uh, you know, like you said, the, the building, the personal board of directors kind of came a little bit later than that because I started to realize that, you know, you could build those relationships and resources um, and just people that you needed to talk to just to ask questions that, that, that could help you along the way um, really started to develop out of that. And I know I'm not the only one who does that. And, and I won't say that I was the one that created that because I, I do have other crew members that, that I learned that from um, which was really important along with the ask, not being afraid to ask for the help that you need. Uh, and I just realized that, that, that my whole world expanded. Business was better. Um, you know, my understanding of the industry was so much better. So it just elevated me in so many different ways, both, Personally and professionally, to start building that network and relationships of others in the industry.
0: That's so great. That's so great. And I, I do want to talk a little bit about your your know, role at Crew, obviously, because that's that's a very key component to um, the networking that we're trying to you know get get everybody familiar with, and and it'll be super helpful in our industry. Um, I know when you and I talked earlier, you know, we kind of talked about that outside of your industry networking, and I just think it's fascinating when I think about that because. You know, I love my industry. I come from the built environment, right? And um, and I and, and now in the in digital infrastructure and data centers, you know, the built environment is so critical. And I look at, I look at the um, the inclusion aspect of it when it comes to the you know the talent that we have, and it's it's a uh, you know it's a little bit dismal, right? You know, and so I look at that and I think, gosh, you know, for years I've been trying to figure out how we can make that better, and it wasn't until I retired the first time. That I started really reaching outside of my industry into some of the conferences that, um, you know, had to do with women in the economy, like Wall Street Journal or MPW or things like that. And I could not believe the similarities um, amongst other industries and within my own industry, because honestly, I just kept thinking, well, it just must be construction, right? That's got to be it. Because what, what else could it be, you know, everyone's doing better than we are, <laughs> but it was so great to learn about these similarities because the way they were viewing it was um, was no different than how we should probably be viewing it as far as, you know, having that, not just that network, but also, yeah, you know, being able to figure out ways in which we can change the way we do business to make it more inclusive, Right. So I really want to uh, kind of tip the scales a little bit on that because I think there's a lot of um, a lot to unpack there where people don't always think about it through those lenses. And I think that Crew is a great organization for you know someone to get that flavor because you have such a broad uh, membership, right?
1: Absolutely, and I think that we and I as we continue to to expand in DEI and diversity and inclusion, I think in our industry and just as a society in general, um, I think that it's opened our eyes to know that having diverse perspectives, putting on those different lenses only expands our ability to innovate and grow and evolve. Um, So not just in our own industry, but like you said, being exposed to other industries. So Crew was such an amazing... Uh, organization for me, and, and I think I mentioned this to you. I belong to a lot of other organizations that I truly enjoy for different reasons. Crew was the most diverse of them all. It provided me the ability to connect with multiple different people in our industry that have different, you know, uh, professions within our industry that sometimes I was never exposed to, but then it helped me see the bigger picture of what I was doing and how it affected all around me, whether it was real estate attorneys, developers, engineers, general contractors, um, you know, finance, title, there's just our, our crew network is so diverse um, in multi-layered, um, in a multi-layered way, right? So not just with the professions, but, you know, uh, regions and geography and uh, levels within your careers, right? We have people who are interns or students All the way up to you know c-suite level women and you and i i I know we have more to talk about on that but i mean how we you know you have an an organization that brings all of that together and really finds ways to engage and create inclusive environments so that that those discussions happen and those perspectives are are actually heard um, and people really can share um those stories and then hopefully that helps us all grow right so uh you know Being part of Crew, we also have our foundation arm and also all of our chapters are highly involved in Crew Careers and U Crew, which are outreach programs where the different chapters, uh, actually work with, um, whether it's, it's, uh, you know, junior high, high school girls and, uh, university, um, You know, people in universities and colleges that we try to reach out to them and let them know what the opportunities are and what the potential different diverse professions are within our industry. Right. You don't have to come into this and just be a real estate broker or just a developer or just an architect or an engineer. There's so many different avenues um, in part of building the pipeline so that we can have a more diverse and inclusive industry is really making sure that we're exposing, um, you know, people, young people and the younger generation to what their potential is, and where they can go. Um, and that, that there's a group out there, especially women, right? Because it's hard to pull women into this industry, because it's, it's like you said, it's a hard, it's a hard industry. Um, so knowing that, that there are other women that have done it, and then just really kind of making sure that the women who have elevated to that level of C-suite and executive level are there to help also lift those younger generations and pull them in, share their knowledge. Um, and, you know, like I think I've mentioned before, uh, I really enjoy the reverse mentorship, right? Because I feel like you, when you get to that certain level in your career, there's much more to learn from the younger generations as they're coming up. Um, so, you know, sharing that knowledge back and forth and having that reciprocal you know and mutually beneficial relationship is is key so yeah you know i mean crew has been such an amazing part of that for me and i know many other women um, and, you know, I'm, and I may have mentioned to you that we just uh, joined the CORE program, which specifically works towards scholarships and mentoring and coaching for um, HBCUs or Historically Black Universities and Colleges, and really making sure that we're, we are creating an environment that's inclusive and, you know, making sure that we are continually diversify our industry. And it's it's such an amazing thing to see happen. And it's just starting to roll out and I can't wait to see where it goes.
0: Just- it's such a great time to be able to, you know, to be here and watch this because it's one of those if not now when moments, in my opinion. And I, I love you said the word potential. And I really love that word because I feel like that's one of the things that um, that we really have to, I think, focus on when it comes to marginalized people and or you know the women who are in the industry who we need to advance and show them their potential, um, and not so much focused on just the credential. Because I always like to say, you know, um, when you get into a firm or get into any um, sector of our industry, a lot most of the of the uh, education is done on the job, right? So, so we really focusing on people's attributes and potentials is something that I like to talk about um, because I think it'll make it a broader, um, you know, base for us to pull from and and to advance, you know, through the ranks. Um, I do think it's fascinating that you mentioned like, you know, like crew as an example, um, has such a diverse set of of skill sets and um, experiences because the the industry, many people don't think about this. The industry is is so faceted with so many different skill sets in so many different arenas, right? I remember uh, back when I would do training for high school teachers because I wanted them to encourage there are kids to get into construction instead of just the visual of digging a ditch. I wanted to understand, you know, the more broad spectrum of construction and in every case I, they would say, we have, we just literally have no idea because it's, it's one of those um, industries I think that really deserves a refresh and a rebranding, you know, so, so we can not only attract the talent, but keep the talent and advance them. And that's the next topic that I wanted to ask you about is you know, the advice, um, whether it's to different firms, leadership, peers, or young women, the advice about getting advancement within the industry, because I feel like, you know, that could maybe perpetuate some of that filling the pipeline and and, and move us forward faster.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, advancement is, there, there's a lot of different aspects to advancement, right? So, you know, I, I don't think I have to, to say the, the, the younger generation, definitely when they're selecting, you know, companies that they choose to work with, they're looking for companies that are focused on ESG or, you know, environmental, you know, social, you know, governance, like they are looking for companies that are intentionally making an effort towards DEI and advancement. So when companies do that, they tend to implement programs for mentoring, coaching, sponsorship, um, champions, whatever, whatever you want to call it, lots of different companies call it different things. Um, So, you know, Organizations like Crew and there's others, uh, you know, even SIORs just joined the Crew Pledge. For we're asking CEOs to 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 sign on to this pledge of creating more diverse and inclusive environments within their organizations through different ways of sponsoring, and and obviously very specific towards women and all women um, and underrepresented groups. But you know, we are looking for organizations to make concerted efforts to hold themselves accountable, um, to you know really look towards the future and not just signing a piece of paper, but, you know, implementing structure within their own organizations that helps them evaluate um, pay gaps, right? Those are, that's a big thing, right? We still know that women are paid less than men. Um, and even more so when it comes to commission in our industry, commission is, is often a big part of how we make our money. So I think that those type of things will, you know, Continue to drive inclusiveness because as companies are making intentional and accountable ways of, of really making sure their organizations embrace um, diversity and then inclusion and and you know implementing different initiatives within their own organizations to try to drive that, you're going to see that elevation occur, right? And I think um, that advancement, especially for women and underrepresented groups. So uh, it's really something that takes a lot of effort. And, um, you know, I think that that we're starting to see more of that uh, come online from a lot of different groups, right? So you really want to, you know, Walk the talk, right? Not just talk it, right? So I think that's the key. Um, and i'm I'm enjoying to see there there's a lot of companies that are starting to to make those efforts and, and you know, it'll, like i said, i'm I'm hoping that we we'll, we're going to see major change happening in the next five to ten years. I mean, I wish it could be faster, but I know it takes time.
0: Oh, five to ten years would be great. I mean, to me, that's lightning speed. so I, I love that. Um, and it, it's um i do I do love the idea of the positive reinforcement of really, you know, I mean, we try to do that within Compass and try to encourage our supply chain, our contractors, our engineers, you know, we try to encourage them by telling them not only how important it is to us that they have a diverse workforce, but incentivizing them in, in all kinds of ways to um, to move that needle and get more diverse, you know, whether it's with the trades, the salaried individuals or, you know, in, you know in, in the office. I mean, however we look at this, um, we want them to know that it's important and we really believe there's a there's super strong business case for it. And um, and it just makes the job so much more fun. So I do have um, a, a great question. I think that you know um, perhaps our younger um, you know audience is going to be interested in, and that is, and I get asked this all the time: like, how do you find the time to do this? I mean, first of all, express you know the expression of how important Crew is, like an organization like Crew to individuals to join, and then once you're joined, once you're in there, you know. You, you, when you look at our industry and everyone's burning the candle at both ends and there's all this demand and lots of hours, I personally look at it as a, you know, as a have to have Like if you don't have this network to, you know, to the point you made at the very beginning of the podcast, um, that breakdown is going to happen because you, you want that support network. So, so carving out that time, like, can you expound upon how, not just how important it is, but how the, how to around that, and maybe some, some good personal advice around, you know, you know, um, the ways in which you can do that if you are, you know, a, you have kids and you've got, you know, the full-time job going on? Well,
1: you know, I think there's two things there, you know, with with finding the time and balancing, I, I always say there's you never find true balance right it's uh you just have to decide you have to prioritize right you have to really know where your priorities lie um, and I think through different stages of our careers it you know the the ability to commit time to being a part of an organization can change right so you know a lot of that 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 can that can change and that's okay you don't have to you know it doesn't have to be the same throughout your career so um but i want to touch a little bit on you. Originally, we talked about personal brands as well, right? So building a personal brand takes being able to get out there and let people know what your brand is, you know? So part of that is for me, it's always been, you know, I've been very passionate about, you know, advancing women in our industry. I've always been very passionate about DEI. Uh, and so I I never think of all the time that I spend in, you know, in these organizations or attending meetings or all of this, I never think of it as a chore or something that is, you know, outside of my career. Right. So there, I think there's a difference, and I'm sure plenty of people have heard it. There's a difference between having a job and having a career. Right. So I had a long time ago decided what my career path was going to be. And part of that is building my personal brand also. So people know and trust me and that's, you know, all business and relationships are built on trust. So, part of that is getting out there and committing to what you know you can commit to not overcommitting making sure that um you know I, when my kids were younger I started small you know I I joined a committee you know I I joined a committee that that you know planned an event or a lunch or a speaking panel, I committed to what I knew I could accomplish and felt accomplished at doing and felt like I was learning something along the way. So for me, as long as I'm continually learning something along the way, I never feel like it's an additional uh, you know, uh, task that I'm doing outside of just doing what I need to do to continue to be passionate about my career, right? So learning and being curious and continuing to, to find those passions is key. So I always tell people, you've got to ebb and flow with where you can commit that time. But if you're interested in building a career and a personal brand, you have to dedicate some of that time to outreach, building relationships, Connections And even if it's not, you know, to bring in more business or to do business, it's to learn, to learn more about your industry, what other people are doing, which should help spur your ability to be better at what you do. Um, so, you know, I think that there's different ways to view it. But if you view everything that you do as something is part of your passion in your career, then you find a way to make it happen. Right. We all all find a way to make things happen. Um, It's definitely harder when your kids are younger. My kids are older now, so it's it's a little different. But, you know, I wanted my kids to also see that 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 their mother really loved what she was doing. Right. And everything I did, I kept them in the loop. They knew what I was doing. They knew that I loved what I was doing. I had passion for it. Um, And so. You know there there is always a balance, and you, you do have to figure it out. Um, and everybody's different, so you know they have to do it. But I always encourage people start small. Also, go attend events um, at different organizations till you find the one that you feel the most connected to. That you feel that, that when you decide to go to an event in the evening, you're excited about going, not that you're thinking, "Oh no, I have to go to another event." Right? So you should never feel that way about an organization. So finding the one that connects most with you, um, and how you can be a part of it and engaged, because that's also another thing you you, to just attend the events is one thing, but you get out of, you know, the organization, what you put into it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Right. That that's, you know, that's cliche, but it's so true. You know, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Um, and you know, I'm part of just who I am as a person. I've always felt that my success was built on seeing other people be successful and happy. So for me to be able to contribute and give back, and I know you're the same way, just being able to give back um, and help lift others is, it's, it's so rewarding, you know, for me that um, I would never choose to to not be a part of that.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, when I'm listening to you, that you couldn't have been, you couldn't have put it any better. Tiffany. that was really well said. I mean, it is, for me personally, it's what gets me out of bed every day, right? I just, I really, it gets me excited, Makes me an early riser because I, I love getting the juices flowing. And I absolutely love the part about learning, the continuous learning, because that is one thing our industry is not and, and is, is boring, right? One thing our industry is absolutely not as boring. You, you can continue to learn about everyone you build for, everybody you meet from all walks of life. Um, and I get energy from these things. So even even when I'm tired, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I'm I'm I've, I've overcommitted and now I have to go do this. I've never once regretted it because every time I leave, I'm just pumped full of energy. So I have um, I love that. Now, of course, you know, I'm an extrovert and I love people. So um so that might be a little bit of a different energy, you know, um, you know. For, for me that versus others but your your advice about like you know building that brand building your board of directors that basically can you know help you with all different you know aspects of your career and and personal um, life i think is so critical because again we don't want to we don't want to have to do it alone I don't think anyone does anything alone honestly and um, being able to embrace that and ask for help i think is a really critical a really critical aspect um, in our leadership development to be able to reach you know the areas where we want to, and you know, within our industry, within other industries, and also just you know, like you said, pulling the people up behind us. So I would love to hear closing comments from you, Tiffany. This has been so fantastic. Um, building your own board of directors, building your brand, you're know, getting out there, networking, um, joining a group like Crew, like all of those things are so fascinating and so important. What would be like the the takeaway you want our listeners to get?
1: I think that that the biggest takeaway is is that our industry, our our world in general is built on relationships and communication. And the only way to really do that is to get out there and hear other people's stories, share your story, be a part of the community. I think that that's really key. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, there's ways to do it. Um, and I think, you know, building that personal brand so people know who you are, right? Be yourself, Be, let people know who you are, why you love what you do, and that you're continually interested in hearing other people's stories and understanding them as well. I think that one creates an inclusive environment, but it also expands your perspective, allows you to put on different, you know, lenses, like you had said before, and really just understanding others and where they're coming from. All of that's going to make you better at who you are um, and what you do. And I think that, you know, if if I can encourage anybody to do anything, it's to make sure you get out there. So um, in whatever capacity that may be in small groups, um, but, you know, building that personal board of directors, you have to start by getting out there and meeting people to know this, right? And then you start to see I really admire this person for this reason. And then you start putting that together, that personal board of directors, those people that even pick up the phone and call anytime. There's no expectation. There's no, you know, I'm expecting business from you or, you know, you from me. It's, just knowing that you can be there to be the ear for somebody, you know, the the shoulder to cry on or the person you call when you wanna share your big exciting news. So um, really having that, I think we all know that nowadays, especially in a world uh, built on social media and everybody only connecting, you know, Electronically or digitally, we know that relationships and communication and being around each other in person and connecting on a personal level is so much more important. And I believe it's a skill set that could get lost, and people should continue to develop that skill set, remain curious, always be looking for a way to find passion even in the things you might not, because there's always something there if you look at it the right way. And, uh, you know, I think just continuing to always wanting to be the better version of yourself. And that that's, for me, I think, you know, Nancy, I know you're like this too. I mean, that's thats what drives me and wakes me up in, in the morning, right? How am I going to be better today? Not for someone else, but for myself. Oh. And how is, you know, how is that going to make me feel moving forward? And how can I share that with others? So,
0: so inspirational. Thank you, Tiffany, so much. Again, everybody, Tiffany English, who is Senior Director of Architecture for Qualcomm and President of CREW, which I think is just, unbelievably fascinating. And by the way, maybe you and I could be on each other's board of directors.
1: I think that would be great, Nancy. I would love that. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks again.